0: Hi guys, Real Talk with Tracy, and I have another headache. So I guess I'm going to have to vent a little bit, and this is going to be part of my podcast. Why is it so freaking hard with an HMO to get a referral near where you live? You know, I've been having these chronic migraines on and off for years and it seems like since the change menopause yeah the golden days um, it's gotten worse and I've seen a couple neurologists over the years and I have different insurance now I like my doctor a lot who I go to and I have to go through her because she's a gatekeeper to get a referral and I specifically said please can you please get me a referral of a neurologist close by my house. There's hundreds of doctors up here where I live in California, but instead I get a referral that's 50 miles round trip away. Why? I specifically asked to please get a referral that's near where I live. And you know, Then I have to call back. Then I have to explain myself. You know, it's like, mother, may I please? Could I please? Simon says, can I please? Can I please take two steps forward? It's like, I feel like I'm freaking begging for just getting just the care that I feel that I need. I'm paying for insurance, and it's like trying to get a prescription filled, having to call three times. And the pharmacy says to me, oh, well, your doctor hasn't called us back. And then my doctor says, well, I've called them back. They're not putting in the prescription. It's such a pain in the ass. Right now, I have Optum Health, which is through Blue Shield. So it's an HMO system. And I asked for a couple different referrals. One being an endocrinologist. Because my numbers for my thyroid are really bad. And I need to be seen by a specialist. I've had Hashimoto's disease and autoimmune disease for 40 years. More than 40 years. And I know the numbers on the blood work. And I know when the numbers are good. And I know when the numbers are bad. And this is also contributing to me having chronic headaches. So... I went to my doctor and I said, please, because of these headaches, especially, it's really hard at times to drive far. Can you please get me a doctor close by? And they get me a doctor that's 25 miles each way. Or maybe it's, you know, I just did it city to city. I didn't do it from my exact address. It could be a little further. And then you have to park and then you have to walk, you know, and then you have to sit in traffic So it's a very busy freeway. I don't want to have to go on an hour each way trip, especially when I have chronic headaches, to see a freaking doctor. And why do I have to keep calling back and begging them to, like, make the change for me? So I get a call back, well, we've already given you a referral. You did, but you gave me a referral. Do you want to drive an hour each way to see a doctor? And then that doctor will be like, yeah, come back next week for tests. Oh, yeah, okay. So then you have to drive another couple hours? Is that what you want? Is that what you signed up for? Have you ever had a headache? How would you like to do that with a headache? Do you want to drive that far? So I get a call back like I'm being uh, difficult uh, because... I'm not accepting the referral they gave me. Okay, I'm not saying I don't appreciate it. I appreciate it. But what I'd appreciate more is if you would listen to me in the first place when I tell you I need a specialist that's closer by. And I know that there are specialists closer by because I called the medical insurance and found out, oh, yeah, there's specialists like within 10 miles. So why do I have to go 25 miles? I just don't understand that. Um, so I got a call coming back from a woman's lunch, and I do have a headache now because it was loud at the restaurant. So I've taken a triptan but I'm just so pissed that I feel like I need to vent, and I don't want to lay my problem on any of my friends. So I'm just going to put it into this podcast right now. I am tired of the whole HMO thing. I'm tired of having to feel like I'm begging when I need to see a specialist. I'm tired of waiting for the referral. I'm tired of getting the referral that's really far away. I'm tired of having to call back to get the referral changed. And I'm tired of feeling like I'm a bad person Because I'm asking just for basic, decent care that I'm paying for. So when I called back, she says, well, you're blaming us. You're blaming us that we didn't get you the closer referral. I said, I'm not blaming you for anything. But I have no choice but to call you to get this changed. This is the way the HMO works. So what I want to say to you is I appreciate how hard you guys are working. I've been seeing this doctor because I've loved this doctor for years and years and years and I wanted to stay with her because she knows me. But I'm not happy with having to drive two hours round trip to see a doctor if I don't need to. Why should I? Why should I be so freaking inconvenienced and drive two hours when there's one down the street. Well, we're going to have to go to the referral department and the referral department is going to have to make that, that consideration. I mean, Jesus Christ, really? They have to make a special consideration to get me a doctor close to my house? It makes me think that they don't even want me to go to the doctor. You know, maybe if you put people Make them get in the car and drive in traffic and go really far to see a doctor. Maybe people will just give up and say, screw it. I'm not going to even go to the doctor. So I said to her, I'm not trying to blame you. But I'm getting really frustrated, like I'm asking for a big favor just to get care closer to where I live. Why do I have to feel so bad about this? Why do you guys have to make this so hard for me? You know that I have chronic migraine. It's like I was only getting 12 pills a month and I'm running out of migraine pills. Why can't I get 15 or 20 pills a month? Why do I have to keep freaking begging when I'm already paying for insurance? And this is wrong is what was wrong with the insurance in the United States. My husband had a horrible tumor in his upper jaw and palate, and he lost seven teeth, half of his upper jaw, half of his palate. Everything was removed, and at the time we had the most expensive. I think we were paying 850 a month for the two of us for United Health Care, and they denied, 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 denied. They didn't want him. They didn't want to pay to get the tumor out because it was in his mouth. They originally said, oh, it's just a dental problem. Really? Well, it's, um, it's been there for two and a half years. Nobody caught it because it wasn't seen in an x-ray. Not until he got a CT scan did they notice it was eating up half of his jaw and palate inside of his head. And then it went up into his sinus cavity and started eating on his sinuses. So, this tumor would have blinded my husband, and United Healthcare didn't care. They didn't give a shit. We were paying all this money. We had the best PPO, and I had to be on the phone with them every day, fighting them, fighting them, fighting them. I had to go on social media. I had to call the news. I had to call the commissioner, insurance commissioner of California. I had to make reports against them, and I... Verbally vomited all over social media until they finally paid the bills, until they finally approved the surgery. And then after the surgery, he was having chest pain three months later. They didn't want to give him the test he needed. You know, he had a 90% blockage. He could have died. You know, but we kept calling and calling and calling and calling and I was a pain in everyone's ass. I was a thorn in everyone's side for something that I'm already paying for. It's like you go to a restaurant and you order a steak dinner and you're sitting there for an hour and a half and nothing comes. So you ask them, can I have my steak dinner? What, are you hungry? Well, gee, I've been sitting here for an hour and a half and I ordered a steak dinner. I'm going to pay you for it. Can you please bring it to the table? Well, you're being awfully aggressive, aren't you? Asking for us to you know, serve you dinner. Yeah. But isn't what this, isn't that what you do at a restaurant? You serve dinner. It's like the same thing. If you buy medical insurance, you're paying them to take care of you. Why do you have to go into a situation where you have to feel like a freaking beggar to get a test? You know, It's really, really, really aggravating. And I understand why so many people are leaving the United States and they're retiring in places like Europe, in places like Ecuador, where you can get really good health care, but you don't have to pay a lot. And you don't have to beg every little step. You know, Mother, may I please? Could I please? You know, it's like, I feel like I'm like, you know, a little child pulling on my mother's apron strings, asking for a cookie. Please, could I please, please, mother? Could I please just have one cookie, please? Just one? Could I please? I'm really, I'm really, really, really sick of it and fed up. I talked to my doctor about my thyroid test. You know what she says to me? Because she doesn't want to lower my medication. My thyroid test, the blood work, it's really bad. My thyroid now is really fast. It puts me at a risk for a stroke. It puts me at a higher risk for a heart attack. It is exacerbating my headaches. It is making me extra thirsty. It's making me itchy. It's making me moody. It's giving me anxiety. My depression is up. My OCD is up. I don't feel good. I feel like shit. And I go to my doctor and I ask for this test. And she says, well, didn't we just do this test not too long ago? I said, no, it's been quite a while. So she looks in the computer. Oh, it's been eight months. Yeah, that's a long time. So they do the test. The test comes back on my TSH 0.021, which is almost off the charts. It's really, 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 really fast. And it could put me into having Graves' disease which could also affect my eyes. So I was told to stay on the same medication because my thyroid is usually extremely slow. Okay, no, I can't stay on the same medication because my hormone, my thyroid hormone, which runs your body, is making me sick. I don't feel good on many different levels. So I get on the phone with her. I'm trying to be extremely gentle, extremely respectful, extremely kind, extremely, you know, mother, may I, you know, that kind of attitude. I really appreciate you doing my blood work. However, I did look up this test and I need my medication lowered. Well, I decided to keep you on the same medication. Well, the, no, I need my medication lowered. Why? Because my blood work did not come out good, but your other tests came out. Okay. So like I got a D minus on my math test, but my English test was okay. So therefore my math test is okay too. It doesn't work that way. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not a physician, but I have had Hashimoto's and thyroid and autoimmune disease and chronic headaches for over 40 years. So I think I know when my system is off and when I get a D minus on a test, I know that means I'm almost failing. I don't look at another class I'm going to that I got an A in and say, oh, well, you know, gee, I'm getting a D minus in math, but in art, I'm getting an A. So therefore, my grade point average should be 3.5. It does not work that way. So I'm trying to be really nice. And she says to me, I don't need a lecture from you, Tracy. And I said to her, with all due respect, you're not the one feeling like shit. You're not the one laying in the dark on ice. You're not the one throwing up in the toilet. You're not the one that's missing out on a lot of your life because you have chronic migraines. I am. And so, if I need to take a pill cutter and cut my thyroid pills in half and change my medication up myself, I will. But I'd much rather you put in a different prescription for me to make this better until I could go to an endocrinologist. And what do they do? They give me the endocrinologist that's 25 miles each way. And then, you know, you call these doctors, well, we don't have an appointment for another 90 days. You know, it's just a racket and it's wrong. I just want what I'm paying for. Okay, so I got my thyroid medication lowered, which it should have been. And now it's been 10 days and I still don't have the referral. To an endocrinologist who is four miles from my house. And not only that, but I'm getting phone calls like, how can you be blaming us for giving you a referral? I mean, yeah, it's far away, but we got you the referral. And it's like, just get me a referral close to the house. I Every time I go in, if I need to ask for a referral, I always say, please. Can you get me a referral that's close by? Well, we'll try. We'll try. Okay. How come I can call on the phone and find out what doctors are close by, but you can't do that for me? Why? So I feel like I'm too much for them. I feel like I am too freaking demanding. I mean, my God. I am asking to have a doctor within a 20 mile, uh, 20 or 15 mile round trip. I I don't think that's too much to ask. So I just want you guys to know if you haven't had an HMO or you have an HMO if something's working good or not working good, please leave a comment. I mean, I'm at my wit's end about this. And stress is no good for my headaches. So, I am going to get off, do some meditation, do some breathing. I'm going to go lay on some ice. I'm going to get rid of my headache. I've already taken a prescription pill. Um, I'm just pissed. You know? And my doctor says, you worry about everything. Okay, I have OCD. Of course I worry about everything. Thank you for pointing that out. I've been asking to go to counseling. Can you get me a counselor? Okay, so a lady calls two weeks ago. We got a referral. You need to call us back. Okay, doesn't say what it's about. I call her back. Nothing. I wait two days. I call her back. Nothing. I wait like three or four days. I call her back. And I'm like, I don't even know what doctor this is for. Can you please call me back? This is the third phone call. Then I wait another week. Nothing. So I finally call her back today. Why haven't you called me back? Oh, you called us? Yeah, this is for behavioral health. It's to see a counselor because I'm going through mental situations, right? You would think that they would be jumping to call me back. You know, what if this woman is in distress and she really needs to see a counselor? No, we never got your messages, really. Okay, so I called you at least two or three times and left messages and it just dawned on me that you were one phone call in my caller ID, that I didn't know what doctor you were from, I didn't know who you were, but I knew that you were calling me for a referral, so I decided to call back. So now I finally have an appointment, but how long has it taken me to get an appointment to see a counselor? I called the offices, the new offices where my doctor is at Optum, like over a month ago, and the guy that works there says, oh, we care. We care so much. We're going to call you tomorrow. I am going to make it my job I am going to come in first thing in the morning and I am going to get you a referral to a counselor. I'm going to call you first thing in the morning. Okay. That was like four weeks ago. Never called me. Never called me. So you just start feeling like nobody just really gives a shit. And I'm telling you, it's so much easier if the PPO pays, unlike having to fight for it for my husband, But if you get a PPO, even though you're paying hundreds more a month, you can walk in and go to whoever you want. And you don't have to play this game of cat and mouse and go through all this. So next year, I'm definitely changing it up. I don't want to keep doing this. I'm getting so aggravated, I just want to pull my hair out. Anyway, I'm drinking some coffee. I'm done bitching. Thank you for joining me on my podcast. I hope that my experiences and what I go through in life is helpful to you. I'm older. I'm going to be 60. Wow. Whoosh. 60. That sounds like a big number. I am going to be 60 coming up shortly. And I do have a lot of experience in life and I want to share it. And I also know that we're all going to die someday. I like to think of it as transitioning. And I'm not always going to be here. And I want to leave my experiences behind. So I hope to entertain, inspire. Some of these are, can be funny. Today I'm just annoyed. But I hope you get some kind of education, motivation, something out of my podcast. Thank you. I am now in over 80 countries on nine channels, and I have, I don't know, about 50 to 80 people every 70 days or 70 days, every seven days, every week listening, and that's a really good feeling, and some of you I hear from, and it's all been positive, so thank you very, very much. If you have any tips for me about medical insurance, boy, I'd sure like to hear them. Okay, guys, stay well. Bye-bye.